Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife Bev mm. on this sensational Sunday. That's it. And our do not fear <clears throat> scripture from today comes from 2 Kings 6.16. 2 Kings 6.16 says, Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Hallelujah. On our call today, we're going to talk about don't play spiritual Marco Polo. The statement, I don't have any money to give. I can't tell you how many times a day I read or hear that expression. But yet it troubles me every time I see it. Sadly, the statement is made by devoted and devout believers, full of the Holy Ghost who believe in healing, the gifts of the Spirit, the power of God. Yet when it comes to their current situation, response is, I don't have any money. I've had conversation with some folks who have written, I don't have any money. I've asked them, do you believe the Word of God? The answer is yes. Do you believe God loves you? The answer is yes. Do you believe 3 John 2, which says, Beloved, I wish you above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers? And the answer would be yes. Do you believe Proverbs 18, 21, when it says that death and life are in the power of the tongue? Do you believe Hebrews 11, 1, that faith is the substance of things and the evidence of things not yet seen? Do you believe that God wants you to prosper? The answer is generally yes. Do you believe Deuteronomy 8.18, where the scripture says that God has given you the power, the ability to get wealth? <clears throat> the answer is yes. Do you believe God is no respecter of persons? The answer is yes. It should be. It's all scriptural. Yeah. Invariably, the folks who write, I don't have any money, answer yes to most all of those questions. But yet they continue to make that statement that's not only scripturally inaccurate, but weakened faith and self-defeating. But worse, it empowers the enemy's that's attacks it. through the power of their words. Hmm. The problem with thinking negative thoughts is that you will ultimately express them verbally. When and if that happens, we position ourselves for failure because we've ignored the Word of God. Hallelujah. Matthew 12, 34. 12, 34. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. The New Living Translation of that scripture, Matthew 12, 34, says it this way. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Think of that. <clears throat> whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Did you catch that? Whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Matthew 12, 35. 12, 35 tells us this. Spiritual truth and all truth. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. 
So let's break it down and give us the anatomical flow, which we've often done in teachings in the past. Heart, head, and mouth. Point being, what you think, you remember, and what you remember, you speak, and it's just that simple. Matthew 12, 36 and 37 says, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. What are you doing to yourself? That's the question. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for idle <clears throat> is G692. G692, and it means lazy, shunning the labor which one ought to perform. Strong's Concordance also lists G1021. 1021 is a synonym for this, and it means dull, inactive, in mind, stupid, slow to apprehend or believe. Wow. Can you believe they even have that in Strong's Concordance, stupid? Anyway, this word, it's called Brady's, I'm probably not pronouncing it right, only appears twice in Scripture. The first time is in Luke 24.25. 24.25 says, Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart, to believe that all that the prophets have spoken. Classic Amplified Translation, which literally amplifies Luke 24, 25, says, And Jesus said to them, O foolish ones, sluggish in mind, dull of perception, and slow of heart to believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on everything that the prophets have spoken. Bottom line, if you don't believe, if you're speaking negative idle words, then you are, according to the scripture, slow of heart to believe. The second use of the word Brady's is found in James 1.9, 1, 1, 9, which says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. It's clear that we are to think before we speak, and that idle words are against everything the prophets have spoken and the promises the word contains. The Meredith Webster Collegiate Dictionary defines idle as lacking worth or basis. Lacking worth or basis. Speaking idle words is not a very smart thing to do. It adds no value to your life. In fact, it's very clear in the scripture that you will be judged by the words that you speak. So be careful what comes out of your mouth. That's right. Matthew 12, 36 through 37 in the Living Bible says, and I tell you this, that you must give account on judgment day for every word you speak, idle word you speak. Your words now reflect your fate. Then either you will be justified by them or you will be condemned. So an idle word is also one that has no basis in scripture. Sometimes if you get ready to say something and you pause, maybe that's the Holy Spirit saying, don't say it. <laughs> the Message Bible translation of Matthew 12, 36 and 37. 36 and 37 says, I promise you that on the day of judgment, everyone will have an account, have to account for every careless word they have spoken. On that day, they will be told that they are either good, either innocent or guilty because of the things they have said. One more thing. Your words empower the devil. And you don't need to empower him. No. A good man shall, a man shall eat good of the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. Mm. Your words have a magnetic power. 
They will draw to your life, thoughts, and actions and have the power to shape your destiny. Proverbs 18, 20, and 21. 18, 20, and 21. Amplified Bible. A man's moral self shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth and with the consequence of his words. He must be satisfied for the good or evil. Death and life were in the power of the tongue. Mm. And they didn't and they that indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it for death or life. Your words have consequences. And the enemy is ever ready to exploit any and everything you say. That's right. First Peter five eight. First Peter five eight. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. And don't let them find you. That's it. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for seeking is G2212. 2212. And it's defined as to seek in order to find. How will the enemy find you? Listen up now. He'll be listening for your voice. That's it. Make no mistake about it. The devil is playing a life and death version of the children's game, Marco Polo. When he says Marco, and you say, I can't give because I'm broke, he's found you. We're not telling you to ignore what you perceive to be your current financial situation. But we are telling you to, number one, don't make matters worse by the words of your mouth. Number two, confess and possess the promises of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1.18, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling, mm. why the riches of the glory and his inheritance is in the saints. That is so good. God doesn't want you broke because it hinders his plan for your life. The establishment of the covenant that he swore to our fathers. Mm. I thank God, we thank God, that we're not broke anymore. That we have more than enough to do all the things he's called us to do. We are who he says we are. That's it. And we can and will do everything he's he's destined to do. And let me say this. I'm a busy woman. Jeez. My husband will attest to it. No doubt about it. I, mm, I have been home after dark every night this week, I think. But let me tell you this. In the mornings, first thing I like to do, obviously get my coffee, but I like to read the Word of God, sometimes even without the coffee. Point being is if you keep it in your heart, if you keep putting the Word, putting the Word, putting the Word, then the Holy Spirit has something to bring up to you when you get ready to say or do something that is not going to benefit you, he is on your side, but give him something to work with. And that is the reason that we stay strong in the power of God's might. Absolutely. Now, a way to stay strong and build your faith up mm-hmm. is to join us tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's right. For Rich Thoughts TV. Amen. It will bless you. Tonight's teaching is awesome, and it's going to make you shout and run around the room. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Thanksgiving week. Yes, it is. What you're going to hear tonight, 
and give you plenty to thank God for. Yes. And go ahead, babe. Sorry. 6 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it on going to YouTube and searching for Rich Thoughts TV online. You can go to Savior Connect, S-A-V-I-O-R, connect.com. It'll be on that. It'll be on that. It'll also be on, on Facebook, Facebook at Brother Harold. At Brother Harold. Yeah. And you can search for it there. Hallelujah. And, Just yeah, check it out. Rich Thoughts email this week on Wednesday. We have a little short message for all of you wonderful people who we love. So don't forget to to, to open up that on Wednesday. Absolutely. So until tonight, tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow. And every morning at 8.30 yes. Eastern. God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.